This is the WMSC interview of KC Orr, bassist of rigor mortis by Nick Perkel. I was fortunate enough to catch a Houston show in October, but tell me, what's it like playing a rigor show in Dallas or Fort Worth? You know, probably a little bit bigger crowds here because it's hometown, you know, so it's a lot of our buddies and stuff. We don't play that often, so, you know, it's kind of hit or miss. It just depends on, you know, the timing, what else is going on around town. But we usually do pretty good. We do really good in Fort Worth. But I'd say, it's you know, it's a different crowd even between Fort Worth and Dallas. You know, Fort Worth is definitely where metal, uh, you know, got, got going in this neck of the woods. And Dallas was always a little bit more of the, you know, the national act kind of thing and whatever. So it's a little bit different. Dallas is a little more artsy-fartsy and Fort Worth is a little more, you know, down to earth. So I think, uh, you know, we probably do best in Fort Worth. I spoke to Harden, uh, your drummer, last month, and he spoke of a new song called Cut Your Own Head Off. Have any of the lyrics been written for this one? And where are you going and what this song is going to be about? You know, I, I, I don't even know what he's up to. We've been kind of writing separately. Um, you know, I think he's working on some lyrics for that. And uh, me and me and Mike have been getting together and writing some music. And uh, I've been, you know, starting with some lyric ideas and stuff. We've been kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of taking a while because everybody's got other bands and other projects and and Mike travels a lot uh, with his job. He works for Gibson Guitars, so he does a lot of he's doing clinics at, uh, at music stores and stuff. So he travels a lot. So it's kind of been a slow process, and we just kind of decided, since we're basically doing this on our own, we're just going to take our time. We're going to write songs, and write lyrics, and write music. We'll get together, we'll piece it all together, and then uh, and then go in and record when the time's right. We also have uh, some situations available to us where we can, we can go in and record a little bit at a time. And we've already recorded uh, two tracks earlier this year, and then we recorded a third track. Uh, me and Mike were in uh, El Paso working with Al Jorgensen, recording, writing and recording some ministry stuff for the new album. He, he wanted some rigor mortis sound and stuff, so we gave him one song that uh, he gave back to us. <laughs> he said, I can't do this. You're going to have to have Bruce sing this one. So... Uh, he asked for it, so we gave it to him. So we have that track. So we have three tracks. Uh, we have two recorded, and one we have basically recorded. We need to redo the drums because obviously in El Paso they were all. Uh, so, uh, but we have the, the bass and the guitar tracks uh, done for that one. So we have that, and we have five or six others that me and Mike have been working on. And uh, just really work titles right now. I mean, we don't really have you know a whole lot of information to divulge as far as what the, the lyrics are going to be or the titles are going to be. Because we're still kind of throwing it around, and we really haven't gotten together me and Mike with Bruce and harder you know, with some of these new songs. So kind of still early in the game, but it's, it's actually moving along, finally. Can you speak a little bit about this song that Jorgensen said uh, it'd be better for Bruce to handle? Uh, it was just a, a rigor mortis style riff. And Mike could come up with, actually, I had a couple of riffs and he had a couple of riffs and we put them together in the studio in El Paso uh, with Al's engineer, Sammy, who's just a magician. You know, by the time we kind of got the riffs sorted out, he already had the drums pretty much tracked out for it. So, uh, we, we, you know, we ran through the parts and we kind of pieced it together, thinking, uh, you know, it'd be a ministry thing. And, and Al spent there, too, going over it and, and just, it was just too fast, you know, just too, uh, too frantic, I think. And, uh, and it's a cool track, so I'm, I'm kind of glad he, you know, I, I wish he would have wanted to do it a little bit more, but I'm kind of glad he gave it back, because either way, you know, we have, we have a really cool track. So um, that's one that we have to get together, you know, get hardened to uh, rewrite the drums, you know, full <clears throat> ministry, techno drums on it, pretty much. But yeah, I mean, we're just kind of, you know, we don't really sit down and write, you know, you know full lyrics all at once. We kind of work all together and sort of hash things out in a room. Ever since right now, me and Mike are working on some stuff that we haven't brought to Harden. Bruce yet, 
you know, we haven't fleshed it all out. We just want to be armed. We want to get in the room and have, you know, enough stuff so we can just get to work. So I think, we're, you know, we're, we're getting to that point where we're going to get in there and start really fleshing everything out. Can you speak a little bit about these uh, songs you and Mike are writing for uh, that next ministry album, Relapse? Well, you know, basically uh, Al wanted us to come in and, and sort of give it sort of, you know, a little speed metal flavor to it. And, you know, Mike's been working with him for, for quite a long time. And, uh, I, you know, I haven't worked with ministry since 1992. I went out uh, on the Lollapalooza tour and I ended up playing seven shows. So it's been that long since I've actually worked with, with Al. So it was, it was really cool. I was really uh, stoked about doing it. And we uh, basically, you know, I had tons of riffs I'd been working on and Mike had some stuff. So we, we got there and it was a really cool uh, way of working. I mean, you know, it's, we didn't have a drummer. We went in with Sammy, who's who's his engineer, who's just a genius at drum programming. And it was just basically me and Mike and Sammy in the room. You know, I would poke his head in and say, I like that, I hate that, don't do that, do this, beat that up, do that twice as long. Shit like that, you know, come in with chokes, you know, more than anything else, you know. And we just kind of worked on these riffs and hashed them out, and Sammy laid down some crazy drum shit to it. And now we come in, and, and he loved every bit of it. Uh, one of the, the first song that we recorded, the Rigor Morse track, which was the very first one, but the first one that, that he's using, I believe is going to be the lead track on the record and probably the first video as well. So that's really cool, you know, to, to have that track included on the record and, and end up being the first track and stuff. But it's fast as shit. It's, you know, I mean, it's definitely me and Mike. You know, you can you can tell which ones we wrote <laughs> because it's definitely got, got that kind of that rigor flavor to it. You know, it's just not a, not as super fast as, as the, the one that he decided not to do. But uh, it's really cool. I've, I've heard some of the stuff uh, mixed down and it's going to be a really heavy record. Uh, we worked on probably, I think, four songs that are going to end up on the record. Three or four will end up on the record. And we also did a, a cover version. I wanted to do a cover of the Rigor Mortis song, Guy in Pain. So we laid down our parts for that as well, me and, me and Mike. So we'll see what Al does with that. He's going to use that for, a, you know, an extra track to uh, license out, you know, maybe to a video game or whatever comes along after the album comes out. But uh, and he, he's also got Tommy Victor, Tony Campos on some songs on the record. It's a really cool record. It's going to have you know, definitely different flavors between who's worked on the tracks and the tracks out by himself. Some of them, uh, me and Mike co-wrote, and uh, some of them, I'm and, and Tony co-wrote. So there's there's a uh, there's pretty cool variety, but it's all it's all really heavy. It's all really fast. Everything I've heard so far has been pretty damn cool. I'm pretty stoked to, to get to be part of it. Are you going to end up on the touring roster for Relapse as well? Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, if you know, I know Tony's been working with Al for a long time, and uh, we, we talked about it. I, I told Al, you know, I would love to do it, and uh, if, if he asked me to do it, I'll definitely say yes. But uh, but if he decides to go with Tony, yeah, I totally understand. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. But uh, I'd love to do it. It'd be a lot of fun. It'd be some really cool touring in, in Europe. And, uh, you know, just to, just to be able to hang with Mike and Al in, in that kind of situation would be a blast. So I'm not, I'm not going to count my chickens, but, I mean, if it's over to me, I, I would definitely do it. Thinking back to Rigor Mortis, I remember uh, online reading that uh, the new album would be called Back from the Grave. Is that still uh, going to be the title? Yeah, yeah you know, we, we throw titles around left and right. I mean, who knows? At this point, we have no idea. I mean, we, we really haven't even gotten together and thrown all our our, our titles and song you know, lyric ideas or anything even around so much. Uh, me and Mike have been concentrating on you know, come up with some music, uh, you know, and a lot of times that's what we do anyway. I mean, we write the music and then you kind of, you know, come up with a cool title and, and then you use the right words to fit the song and stuff like that. And then a lot of times you sit back and you look at, you know, all the songs and you go, hey, do we want to call it 
call the album in after one of the song titles or, or something else for that chance. So, I mean, it's too early to speculate on what we're going to call it yet. We've thrown around a lot of titles, but we definitely don't have anything uh, solidly confirmed as to what we're going to call it. Be back from the grave, that's kind of cliche anyway. Puzzle will be a little bit, something a little bit more exciting than that. Would you say maybe you might write a song called Back From The Grave, even if you're not going to use it as the title? You know, who knows what we said in a drunken stupor. At this point, there's not a song called written called that. No. Personally, Casey, what are your favorite horror movies about? Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, my favorites are all pretty much about zombies. Uh, like that, you know, monsters, you know, whatever. I mean, I grew up, uh, you know, watching classic Universal, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, Mummy, all that shit, and Godzilla, and like that, and, you know, when I got a little bit older and Rick Moore started uh, getting, you know, getting busy, we were constantly watching any and every horror movie we could find, you know, good, bad, you know, whatever, and uh, I don't know, you know, I mean, every Italian zombie movie, you know, uh, you know, we watched it all, you know, and all the Freddy's and Jason's all the shit started, you know, we were following all those movies, and you know, we really grew up watching all that stuff. Now there's just so much shit, you know, I mean, half the time something looks good, you, you, know, you look at the box and it looks great, and you come and watch it, and it's a pile of shit. Thank God for Netflix, you can watch it and throw it back in the mailbox, it sucks. Just wondering, do you think there'll ever be a rigor mortis song about werewolves? Uh, well, I mean, we had a song called Foaming in the Mouth, which is basically about werewolves. How about a song about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Slow death. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, you know, pretty much the first record, you know, every every one of those songs are, are you know, derived from a book or a movie, you know, or a comic book or something. So, uh, you know, we were heavily influenced by, by horror movies and shit like that. Definitely. Still are. You know, it's weird. We're a lot older now and, and trying to, you know, write songs that are horror movie themed without sounding old and cliche and stupid. It's kind of weird. You, know, you kind of want to, you know, write something a little bit more you know, mainstream as far as what you're, what you're seeing now, what, you're, what your sensibilities are now, but at the same time, you want to keep it, you know, heavy like the early stuff. And it's kind of a fine line to walk, you know. When you wrote stuff in your 20s and you're trying to write stuff like that in your 40s, your sensibilities have changed. You know, so you write maybe something a little bit more intricate or, you know, adult or well, more well-written grammatically or something. You know, so it's kind of a fine line because you don't want to lose, you know, the charm of the original the original flavor that the band had. It's been 20 years since Trigger Morris did a record, you know, and we've all done tons of other things in between. So I, I'm as interested as anybody else to see what this record's going to sound like finished. <laughs> I mean, it might end up being all over the place. I don't even know. You think you'll get to sing lead vocals on any songs on this next Trigger album? Uh, if, if I have to, if I'm forced to at gunpoint. Um, it was never really my intention. You know, occasionally I've sung songs that I wrote and just felt like, well, you know, I know how I want them to go, so I'm going to sing this one. But yeah, I mean, if I, if, I, if I write a song that I want to sing on the record, then sure, yeah, I will. Not really, yeah. Not really thinking along those terms, though. You know, I want to play bass. I don't want to be the singer. It's kind of get, you know, get stuck if I'm going to do that sometimes. And, you know, it's kind of cool, but it's kind of, you know, when you have to do it every night, it kind of gets me a pain in the ass, you know. Thinking back on the release party show at the Deep Elm for uh, the self-titled album, uh, Harden said this is a huge night for rigor mortis. Could you give, like, maybe a few words about your favorite parts of the night? Those days were just so fucking ridiculous. You know, we had Capitol Records thrown us this party, which, of course, we find out later that you know, it's all coming out of our fucking pocket. 
and they're making, you know, little trinkets and napkins and all this shit and, you know, blowing smoke up our ass. I thought, wow, this is so fucking cool. Because we were babes in the woods. 20-year-old musicians these days are a lot years ahead of where we were back then. Just the business. Now, it's, it's changed so much. And we, we were on that cusp where we thought, man, we got to sign the Capitol, dude. We're out of here. Not realizing that, you know, the people at Capitol didn't have a clue what to do with us. You know, they were trying to sell us along with, with like, poison and shit like that. You know, they didn't have a clue. So, anyway, this, this release party, it's just a big, you know, party they kind of threw for us at our expense, you know, whatever. It comes out of our, our pocket, basically. Everything was, you know, supposedly recouped. Spent all this money, blah, 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 blah. Would you say there'd be any interest in releasing a CD or DVD of that concert? I don't even know if it exists, and if it does, I'm sure the quality is absolute shit, like every piece of footage that exists of us. Pretty much every bit of I mean, we never like filming. Dude, we weren't, like, handled or managed or, you know, any of that just properly ever. We never had, I mean, you know, we had buddies with video cameras and all this shit, you know, but nothing was ever done professionally. If there's any footage, you know, that I would deem releasable, I have yet to have seen it. Tell you the truth. So my answer would be no. Would there be possibly any tracks besides the troll that may end up on a future re-release of the self-titled album? Not really. You know, nothing like like that that we've recorded. You know, that was you know songs. Of, you know, there's a couple songs from the demo that we did years ago. That just you know we never re-recorded them. We never had any intention of, of them being re-released. Uh, you know, there's a few uh, riffs and bits of songs, and maybe a there might be a song or two that, that we'll we'll dig up and, and revisit one day, but. Uh, Nothing real on the horizon right now. I mean, we don't have anything recorded that we're going to re-release or anything like that. I mean, we're pretty limited what we did. You know, we kind of uh, sort of became this legend, a legend, you know, after the fact. But, I mean, we recorded these three records. We did one tour with Death Angel. You know, we blew all our money on fucking food and weed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was kind of, I mean, we didn't break that way. We didn't give a shit. We, we, you know, we just did our thing. And, uh, you know, we really did not look towards the future and, and uh, never had proper management. We had people, you know, working with us. Some of us, you know, made a few good things happen. But for the most part, you know, they were ineffectual. They were putting us off. They were just making shitty decisions for us. And the next thing you know, you know, we don't have a record label. Find another little record label. And that falls somewhere else. And finally, we break out of that situation. You know, we've kind of become bigger than, than we actually were at the time. But having said, we've also always realized that it never ended when it should have ended. It never got a proper burial. We were never quite done. For a long time for everybody to be on the same page and want to come back and revisit it and, and do new songs and even shows. And, uh, and even once we, you know, kind of came together and decided we were going to do that again, it, it still takes a long time for us to do anything because everybody's got, you know, we're up 46 and up and uh, everybody's got lives, you know, or are scrambling to try to have lives, you know. So it becomes hard to make these things happen. And when you're 20 years old and you didn't do anything else but get together and jam every day. We don't have the luxury anymore. That's one thing, you know, people bitch about, you know, how they sold out or not, not us, but other bands, you know, they did this, they did that, and these the bands making money. Well, in fact, you can't stay a band if you can't afford to stay a band. And you come to the point where you have people going, hey, guys, i got to quit because my girlfriend's pregnant and we don't make any money. Or, hey, guys, i got to quit because I can't pay my rent. I'm not making any money, you know. It's, it's not an easy thing to do, you know, 
unless you uh, you know unless you're fortunate to, to get on the right track and and, uh, and make some money you know it gets harder and harder as time goes on some of us paint ourselves in the corner where you know like me dude i'll go play i'll go play with anybody anytime because i've structured my life i don't really have anything else that that holds me holds me back from doing it you know mark's got a, a job working in the music business like he's able to do it you know, but other people, you know, sometimes you find shit, you know, I have to get a nine to five. Oh, I have to pay the rent. That's what my kids. And it becomes, you know, a legitimate question in your mind, you know, can we keep doing this or not? You know, the fact that we're still able to come back together and do this after 20 years is pretty cool, but it does take time. I understand that. You have a show coming up with Obituary in Mexico. Is this going to be yeah, uh, yeah. Rigger's first time uh, going south of the border? No, actually, uh, I think it was 88, believe it was 88, right after the record came out. One of the, I guess the promoter for this was one of the promoters for uh, for that. We actually came, uh, flew out to Mexico City and did two shows. It was in 88. But yeah, we did a Friday and Saturday night and flew back. So this will be kind of a similar thing. We'll play with some other bands, you know, that we've heard of. So this will be pretty cool. How was it like playing in Mexico back in the day? It was crazy. Um, I mean, you know, this was back when we were completely fucking out of our minds, too. I mean, you know, young and invincible. We got there, man, and, and uh, you know, it was, just, it was weird, you know. It was just like, you know, we stuck out like sore thumb. Everybody was, like, falling us around. Like we were, you know, some big deal into the record signing thing. A mall, and uh, it went from, like, a few kids standing outside the door to hundreds of people coming in to get autographs. They had to leave, like, to the back um you know, the back hallway in the, in the in the mall and shit. It was crazy, you know. And we played these two shows. They were packed. Kids were insane. It was, it was it was really cool, man. I don't know why we we haven't been back here for all this time. I mean, just really it was you know out of control. So I'm hoping this will be a similar experience. Now, what do you think will happen first for rigor mortis? You hit Japan next, or South America? <laughs> That's uh, that's hard to say. I mean, you know, we're we're not, you know, we're not really actively uh, pursuing it right now. So your guess is as good as, as mine. I can recall it first. With um, writing uh, songs with Mike, do you ever find yourself at a crossroads where you're just like, how often do you say, you know, this this belongs in ministry or this belongs for rigor? I really haven't I haven't had that issue. Um, you know, when we're writing stuff, we just play whatever comes out and. As far as the ministry stuff, you know, I had written a few things I thought maybe was for ministry, and then we ended up using something else. You know, I was just going to play a disc of some of the riffs that I wrote, and, and I was like, oh, man, I kind of went around. I was like, oh, that one's cool. And so we would just go with those. You know, I don't really think, I don't know, I mean, you know, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll, I'll write something with a, you know, with a program beat, and from, you know, just from the get-go, you know, I mean, I know, oh, this is not really more. This is just something, you know, something else. I just put it anyway, and I'll you know I'll record the idea and stuff because you know I mean you never know what, what project you know you could use it for. Uh, me and Mike are trying to do another project with some other guys that are just more of a uh, you know just more of a hard rock, maybe a little bit industrial feel kind of thing. It's just a totally different, brand new band. You know we're just kind of you know in the talking stages of that. So a couple of things that we've written that have been you know hey yeah let's use that for that other project. We get together with that you know cool. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, when you're trying to write rigor mortis stuff, it tends to come out rigor mortis-esque. But, you know, but also, I mean, me and Mike are, are you know, as we're writing songs, we're not trying to write the first album all over again. You know, it's going to be it's gonna be heavy, it's going to be fast, but we don't want to feel like we have to, you know, we have to you know, live up to some vision of, of what we were, you know, because we wouldn't, you know, 
I, you know, I just think that would just be a bummer for us. I was listening to something that just felt, it felt contrived, I think, against us. So, you know, like if we're going to put all this effort in, in doing something, let's just don't worry about that so much. Let's just write kick-ass shit. If it's, you know, if it comes out really, if it's really heavy and sounds like rigor mortis, then, then it's rigor mortis. If it doesn't, then we'll file it away and use it for something else. So, I mean, I, I you know, I'm sure it'll be fast as shit and sick, and it'll definitely be rigor mortis. And, you know, most a lot of people probably wouldn't even notice the difference, you know, in, in songs that we put away for something else as opposed to what we're going to use for rigor mortis. But, but we did, you know. I don't know, you know, I mean, it's just a, it's just a totally fluid thing. I mean, we don't sit down let's write a song. We just kind of get together. What do you got? You got to ready room. We talk around until so it starts feeling like something, and then we piece things together, and, and you know maybe throw down a quick little you know recording of, of guitar or bass or whatever just to keep the the parts you know there. So next time we come back, you know we've forgotten everything. We a reference point. Uh, we just kind of let it flow. I mean, as far as what me and Mike are doing right now, we just kind of let it flow. And a lot of times, I mean, so we don't even write the lyrics until we're in the studio. You know, these last two tracks were kind of that way. Uh, Bloodbath and Infected. Yeah, you know, we kind of we, we kind of wrote the lyrics together in the studio, which sometimes is really cool, you know. Bounce ideas off each other, and sometimes you get a lot better, you get other people's perspective of where they're thinking the lyrics should go or something, you know, Bruce, you know, what you feel like you want to sing, or you can't sing over this part because Mike's going to do this, and stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, in, in that respect, you know, it's cool because it's a team effort, you know, and it's, you know, it's all of us working together. So it's not like one of us walking in, I wrote this song, and here, let's do it, you know. Wrapping things up. What touring location would you say you're most excited about visiting next year? Things work out, uh, hopefully back to Europe. I, I love touring Europe. I think uh, just the quality of life over there, the way that people interact, give a shit, and are interested, and, in, you know, I mean, it's just a different vibe. You know, I, I really enjoy Europe and European people, Germans, uh, especially. I have a great time every time I'm in Germany. But uh, I've got a lot of friends over there, and, and over the years, you know, touring with Guar, man, I just uh, really come to appreciate Europe a lot. Thank you. This has been the WMSC interview of Rigor Mortis Bassist Casey Orr by Nick Burkell.